one of the, the lies of colonialism is that we've been erased or that you know, our culture has been lost forever. And we're seeing this more as a, as a disruption. And so colonization has disrupted our ways of being and, and doing and knowing, but we're coming back to it. This is Hawaii Rising, a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund. I'm Kenji Cataldo. I'm Suyuno Amos. Each week, we'll be talking story with grassroots community organizers at the forefront of progressive movements for change in Hawaii. Over this series, we're featuring the 30 grantees who received community-raised funds through the Hawaii People's Fund this year. It's our biggest cohort to date, and we're so excited to share their stories with you. Today, we're speaking with Iolani Brozio from Kalao Kekahuli, an organization based on Maui. Kalao Kekahuli serves Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander families by providing culturally-based prenatal, birth, and postpartum education and services. Throughout the pandemic, they've supported birthing people across the islands with remote counseling and other services. We were deeply moved by the intimate and powerful work they do. Iolani joined us over Zoom in March. We're here today with Iolani from Kalao Kekahuli. Iolani, could you introduce yourself and tell us about how Kalao Kekahuli came to be? Yeah, aloha. Um, mahalo for having me, Tsuyano and Kenji. Um, o Iolani Brosio, Koinoa, no Pukalani Maui Mayau. Um, I am a granddaughter, a daughter, a sister, a wife, and a mother. Um, I'm also um, a writer, a homana. Akumu and one of the co-founders of Kaloa Kekahuli. Um, so uh, our organization, Kaloa Kekahuli, I'm proud to say, is made up of all phenomenal Wahine Oibi. Um, we have Malia Kalpe as one of our, our co-founders and our executive director. Uh, she's also our Ko'okua, one of our Ko'okua. And then Wahine Hula Ka'eo is um, our development director and a co-founder as well, and one of our Ko'okua. Um, our board members are an awesome lineup of wahine mana. So we have uh, Polani Kakalo as our president, Kayla Shaw as our vice president, Leilani Digman as our secretary, and then um, Malia Williams, Kiana Valente, Caitlin Felipe, and Tyra Fonseca-Smith are are also on our board as members. Um, and so our organization, we like to say we came to be, we were conceived and birthed uh, right before the change of the world um, in February of 2020, which feels like eons ago at this point, um, but just two years ago. And we were really responding to this need that we saw um, in our community for uh, culturally rooted care uh, in the perinatal period. So prenatally uh, birth and then postpartum, uh, specifically for Kanaka Mali and Pacifica people. Um, Wahine Hula and, and Malia had been doing work as ko'okua, as doulas, as you know, birth keepers 
already in the community. And I was sort of um, starting to dip my toes into the waters. And um, Malia put out the call and, and hooed us up. And it felt like just kind of overnight, you know, we had this really strong vision of what we wanted to, um, how we wanted to serve our people and, and we made it happen. So uh, thanks to organizations like yours, HPF and um, other organizations as well, and our community too. We really um, felt that love, that aloha from our community telling us that this was, we were, we were on the right path. Before we get into the services you offer, can you share the importance of the name Kalao Kahuli and maybe the Mo'olelo of Haumea? Yeah, okay, so this is one of the Mo'olelo um, where Haumea, you know, this uh, goddess of birth and fertility, um, she encounters or she hears this call. Uh, Mule'ia is a chiefess in Kailua and um, she's having a really difficult birth and it's looking like it's looking like a c-section or cesarean section is going to have to happen but that obviously in those days would not result in great outcomes for the birthing person right for the for Mule'ia uh, so um, Haumea has this plant Kalawakekahuli that um, has two flowers on it Kanikavi and Kanikava and she uses these um, these flowers, the, the la'o, to bring this baby into the world and to save Mule'ia's life. And so we were inspired by that mo'olelo um, because we are really trying to overturn these, to huli these uh, negative outcomes that our um, Kanaka and Pacifica birthing people and their infants face like just major disparities in terms of birth outcomes and um, and postpartum outcomes. And so, yeah, we were inspired by that mana. Uh, and what better to turn to than our ike kupuna in, in guiding us in the work that we do. Mahalo for asking that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that mo'olelo. Could you explain to us what are all the different services that Kalao Kekahuli offers? Yeah, so um, we do full spectrum. So we offer uh, prenatal uh, services and I, I'm using the word rather than doula because, you know, uh, one of our goals as our, as our hui is to revitalize um, birthing practices using our traditional ways of, of knowing and olelo plays a huge part in that. Um, so our our prenatal uh, services that we offer are really individualized to the makua and to their needs. And so when you head over to our site or to our Instagram to sign up um, for services, you can select what specifically you need or are interested in receiving. Um, but regardless of those specifics, we provide um, phone support, and we'll check in with you and see how, how things are progressing, how you're feeling, if you have questions about um, diet or la'au or you know, preparing for pepe, um, everything from cloth diapering to, to feeding baby when they arrive and um, your, your birth preferences as well. Um, so we're really working to empower Makua to make informed choices. 
um, in there, um, you know, leading up to the birth and for the birth itself. And then we also offer birth services too. So what that looks like is um, we might be there in person with you if you decide that you want us there. Um, and if not, and you prefer to do FaceTime or, you know, Zoom calls, um, we're open to that too. And that includes, you know, coaching um, for, for breathing and comfort measures, how to get into certain positions that are going to be beneficial for you as a birthing person and for your baby to kind of help ease that because who it is a process. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we can also offer, you know, a listening ear throughout the whole, the whole process. Um, and then postpartum, we'll check in with you. Mental health is huge. Uh, I will say none of us are, are psychiatrists or psychologists, but we do, um, we're, we're like your tita, you know, <laughs> someone that you can lean on physically, um, spiritually, emotionally, who can, who can offer a safe and non-judgmental um, space for you to just be and experience this really transformative time in, in your life. So those are our uh, just kind of a tip of the iceberg of our um, perinatal services that we offer. But in addition to that, we have our monthly um, circles where we do prenatal groups. So Kahua uh, Kapu'ao, and then our postpartum group, Wapuka Maka. And that's a really beautiful way, I think, for us to come together um, as, a, as a community, as a Lahui, as a people, and to share our mo'olelo uh, and our experiences and to learn from each other. Um, so we're doing those things. And then we also, with our latest project that was funded by Hawaii's People's Fund, um, we have our Omaka Resource Development Project, and we are working on getting educational materials uh, together and disseminated out via social media and then also to our in-person and um, virtual clients, I guess you could say as well. So a lot. <laughs> when I put it, when I say it like that, I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. And that's all free as well. Yes, yes, it is free. Thank you for asking. I didn't mention that, but it's all free thanks to uh, your generous funding. And then also I want to shout out Papa Olalokahi as well and Women's Fund Hawaii um, and also our community because you folks rallied and make this work happen. Um, we've done some fundraisers and then we have, you know, people send in donations when they can. And so it really is meaningful for us to be able to give back to the community that that feeds us too, you know, that this is a reciprocal kind of a process. A process. <laughs> it sounds like you've been able to offer a lot of services at different levels and a lot of that remotely. So I'm curious, are you mostly working locally with birthing people on Maui or with folks on other islands as well? So we thought we would have a huge Maui turnout and, and we do, but also um, Hawaii Island has been has been coming out strong and Oahu as well. So I believe we've served uh, birthing people on almost every island, except I have to check, but I don't think Lanai and Niihau. But otherwise we've been, yeah, across the Pai Aina and um, a few birthing people on 
um, in the diaspora on the continental U.S. as well. Yeah, so it's been um, really awesome to to see our Lahui grow in this way, right? Ho'olu Lahui, and to support that um, that growth and regeneration. You mentioned the Omaka project as the project that HPF specifically funded, and. I found it fascinating that you used a lot of research to develop those informational materials. Research found from Hawaiian language newspapers to find Olelo Hawaii names like Alawela is the name for the dark lines that form on the stomach of a pregnant person. Could you describe what that research process was like? Yeah, so things are online, right, these days. And so Nupepa, um, Nupepa, dot org i believe is the organization that hosts all of the um like the whole treasure trove of of mo'olelo kahiko and um Minuho, i guess and and our researchers who are working on that project really delves into looking for specific um birth related um mo'olelo and and ike and you know it's online so it's cool you can search up specific terms um, and also kind of get a broader picture so if we put in uh, palekeki you might get you know so many hits and it's just and it's reading through that so um, it is a lengthy process and I think it's one that we want to continue um, as we move forward because we're all learning and we want to make this um, ike accessible to folks who you know, maybe are not able to access it. It's really exciting to see you bringing this kind of EK forward for birthing people. Uh, mahalo. I also have to give a huge mahalo to Mary Kavena Pukui and for the work that she did, because a lot of, you know, a lot of the texts that we're looking to are nana ikikumu, um, and there are chapters that are specifically related to the perinatal period. And so Alavella came from from that um, section in her book, volume two of Nanaiki Kumu. This feels like a great transition into the next question I wanted to ask. I'm curious about the general history of the birthing practices that you are regenerating. You know, of course, colonization impacted everything, making it difficult for traditional knowledge to survive. So how did this Ike of the birthing practices that you're perpetuating, how did that get passed down and continue on? Yeah, um, I think that this is a beautiful question because it it touches on the fact that it's still, we're still here, right? We're still um, living our culture. And I think one of the, the lies of colonialism is that um, we've been erased or that things, you know, our culture has been lost forever. And we're seeing this more as a, as a disruption. And so colonization has disrupted our ways of being and, and doing and knowing, but we're coming back to it. Um, and so I, I was talking about this with my mom actually, and she, I was talking about, you know, how, um, how our circles are so healing, I feel like, in our our online uh, groups, because everything is online for right now, because we are coming together as, um, as a collective, as a hui, and sharing ike 
that has been passed down in ohana. And so each ohana might have specialized knowledge, right? Maybe your ohana knows about um, inoa practices, or maybe your ohana knows about lomi lomi, and another ohana knows about ieve uh, care and you know ceremony around that. And so when we come together, we can all kind of um, awamo that kuleana of of regenerating, of sharing this, of sharing this ike and having it live on um, through us. Um, and I think that our work as Ko'okua helps to address that uh, disruption of our ohana unit, you know? So we used to live in kauhale systems where um, your whole ohana was surrounding you and you had your aunties and your tutus and your mom and your cousins and sisters and everybody to malama you during that time. Um, but, you know, colonialism and those systems kind of privilege the nuclear family unit. And we see what happens with that, with burnout and just, you know, just the makua together and the keiki. Um, and so our work is to step in and be that ohana for, for the birthing people uh, and, and their, you know, immediate ohana as well and to help to ease some of those burdens. Yeah, so I, I think this ike, I wanna just stress or highlight, I should say, to put a more positive uh, spin on it, is that um, the healing, that healing of that rupture that comes from us gathering together and sharing our mo'olelo and our experiences. It's so beautiful to hear you describe being the ohana for these people going through this amazing but possibly very stressful time in their lives and during the pandemic that we're still in too. I'd love to hear some of the impacts you've seen in those circles and other work with birthing people. What are some of the positive impacts you've seen both for the people you're working with, but I'm curious also for yourselves? Oh, yeah, mahalo for that. Um, so every keiki that comes into the world is a gift. Um, and so we are really happy to be, to be part of that stage in people's lives to help, you know, this this idea of regeneration it's it's happening <laughs> right now um and you know i was looking at our numbers and in the two years that we've been doing this work um we've served over 50 birthing people hapai people postpartum people uh, all together and then that's you know not including our workshops that we've um led and our circles and uh, also our social media ohana as well. So it's really cool to see this information being um, a tool to empower um, our Lahui and, and Pacifica ohana as well. Um, so I had a baby about 14 months ago and going through that process and being in this hui and you know, being exposed to just kind of um, this, the cultural ike, I felt like really grounded me personally. And I felt really good knowing that my keiki was is coming into this, uh, this kind of new, new but old world, if that makes sense. Like, 
returning to our, our ancestral ways of knowing and being and loving and, and all of that, you know, people might worry that, oh, what, what do I need to do to have an OEB birth or to have a Hawaiian birth, to have an indigenous birth? Do I have to know like these specific uh, Oli? Do I have to know these specific Pule? Do I have to know, you know, do I have to have the specific food or la'o? And the reality is we don't always have access to that. However, if you are Hawaiian, you're having a Hawaiian birth. <laughs> if you are an indigenous person, you're having an indigenous birth. And so we're here to guide you to, to, for you to lean on and ask questions and we can help you as, you know, as much as we can in that. And I think that, um, Part of that helping uh, and co'okua work is empowering the pregnant person and birthing person to to step into their own mana as well, you know, and to um, do research that calls to them to speak to their ohana. What are some of the biggest challenges you faced as an organization? Oh, mahalo for asking that. That's, um, I think... Definitely, like most other folks in this time, it's the pandemic, right? COVID. And we've seen how that's impacted our community um, in and our aina in many ways. Um, but I think, you know, doing birth work, it's a very... Uh, face-to-face -face work. It's very hands-on. It's you want to be like, you know, you want to know who you are working with um, because it's such an intimate time and a vulnerable time too. So I think just making that shift to online, uh, offering our services virtually, we didn't plan for that. You know, we started in February, but um, actually our very first grant was from HPF, mahalo, and it was an urgent action grant to respond to COVID-related uh, issues in our in our um, community, and we got us a Zoom <laughs> account and <laughs> moved things online so that we were able to offer distance kookua support, and that looked like um, you know meeting prenatally uh, on Zoom and talking story that way. And then our, our hui also came out of that, our uh, prenatal and postpartum hui as well. And those have been super successful because we've been able to gather folks from across the Pai Aina and even in the diaspora as well. And so that's one of the like um, silver linings, I guess, that came out of it was that we were able to connect, um, you know, across distances. Um, so I think that has been our major challenge. And, and now that restrictions are changing and um, things are easing, we're hoping to get back into providing in-person support, but we are still open to supporting our, our um, birthing people and pregnant people in any way that you need to. So if you feel like you want um, virtual support, we're here for that too. Uh, I will also say that really quickly, um, you know, in the birthing time too, you would have a kookua with you physically. You might have a kookua with you physically, but the hospitals were at one point only allowing one support person so that, you know, the, the birthing person could choose who they wanted to be there, obviously. And 
most likely their partner or someone close to them in their ohana or friend. Uh, but we, our kookua would FaceTime <laughs> with them and lead them, help, you know, help them breathe through contractions and still give their affirmations and guide the, the partner who was there, their support person who was physically there, how to, um, you know, what positions to help to get the birthing person in to have a, have a little bit, a little bit of a respite <laughs> in that, in that hana of labor. That's amazing to hear. I'm sure those first times FaceTiming someone must have been really different. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, you know, that's what COVID did was throw us this total uh, curveball and we have to ch- kind of shift and, and make it work. I would love to hear you now speak broadly about your vision for the future at Kalawa Kekahuli. It's amazing that you're literally helping bring in the next generation into this world. And I'm just wondering, you know, what are your thoughts for the future of the Lahui? Ooh. Um, so in terms of the work that we are doing, we have two ko'okua. So this is a kahea to any uh, Kanaka and Pacifica birth, uh, birth keepers. If you want to reach out to us and if you feel that call, please uh, connect with us. We would love to work with you and and see how we can uplift our Lahui and our communities together. Um, So one of our goals, yeah, is to continue to grow as as an organization and to increase the capacity um, for services that we're able to offer. And and also, I think uh, we want to be able to offer services to anybody who knocks on our our door um, and who needs us. And so um, that looks like, you know, eventually down the line, maybe offering um, professional development opportunities for birthing people, I'm sorry, for birth keepers uh, who are trying to learn more and do more uh, culturally rooted um, service. And then also, we would love to um, work with other organizations who are growing food, for example, so that we can feed our papai um, and birthing, birthing people that we serve. Um, we'd love to connect with people who are doing work with uh, the houseless community and providing services um, as needed there and education as needed there. And then also working with folks who are working with incarcerated uh, people as well um, so that they receive the support and care that they deserve. Uh, so I think we have a lot of, a lot of visions, uh, a lot you know, of growth to do. Uh, we're still, I guess we're in our toddlerhood, not really in our infancy anymore since we're about two years. Um, but I, yeah, just kind of bridging whatever gaps need to be bridged in terms of providing that culturally rooted um, birth, prenatal, postpartum support. Mahalo for putting out that kahea for birth workers or organizations who'd want to collaborate with you folks. What are some of the ways that folks listening can also get involved with your work or stay in the loop on what you're up to? Yeah, so um, we are... Uh, all made up of millennials and a couple Gen Zers. So Instagram is <laughs> the way to connect with us. We're on Facebook, but we don't really use that so much. And 
Um, we're on Instagram at Kaloa Kekahuli. And then on um, our website as well, you can contact us through there, kaloakekahuli.org. And we would love to, um, to chat with you, to hui up in any way that, you know, feels good uh, for, for all of us uh, involved. And, and of course, if you, if you would like to donate, we would love to uh, receive that aloha from you in that form. And um, if you want to contact us for ways to volunteer, we, we love our allies as well. Well, Yolani, I think you've done a great job giving us a sense of the work you're doing, where you came from, and where you're going. I wonder now if there's anything else you'd like to share or if there are any stories you'd like to share to close. Well, okay, I'll share about Inoa. So um, the birthing of me and then also the birthing of my, uh, my son. So when my mom was hapai with me, um, they, my parents lived in Puna. And there was a, a coconut tree in the backyard where an eel lived. And the eel would circle the house every day, you know, fly around. And it was Puna. So it wasn't too, um, you know, out there. But when my mom went to give birth to me, she went to Hilo to the hospital. And, you know, I, I came. My dad went outside um, and he looked up and there was an eel, there was an eel circling the hospital and that they didn't know what they were going to name me for my first name at the time. And that I think, you know, showed him, oh, eel Lenny. Um, and then with my son, I labored for almost three days at home. I had a, a planned home birth and I mentioned I think earlier in our kind of getting to know each other part that um, birth doesn't always go as planned. <laughs> and so we decided to, that it would be right for us to go to the hospital. And my, um, my son was born at the Maui hospital, uh, but my parents took us there and we didn't know what we were going to name him yet at that point either. But as my parents were driving back home up country, the sun was starting to um, crest over Halakala, and my dad gave us the name if we wanted to use it, Vehena Kayawa Punikohonua. So um, many meanings in both of our Inoa, uh, but I wanted to leave us with the symbolism of my son's name, which is the breaking of dawn that surrounds the earth. And the way that we are envisioning the work that we do at, at Kaloa Kekohuli is to usher in this new dawn, to help to birth this new, this new era for our, our, our lahui. So mahalo for asking that question. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Mahalo for sharing that story. I love hearing about that Inoa. And mahalo for speaking with us today. It was really great to hear about all the things Kalao Kekahuli is up to. We're so glad you folks are out there doing this work. Mahalo Nui for having me and a huge mahalo to HPF for the work that you folks do in funding the power and in empowering grassroots organizations around Hawaii. <laughs> and happy 50th. You guys don't look a day over 19. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey. Our theme music is Revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock, written and sung by Mickey Hui Hui. Production of this podcast is supported by a fellowship from Princeton University. Thank you to our community donors and to you, our audience, for listening. In our next episode, we'll be speaking with Hanai Kayaulu. We're taking the negative out of scrapping and turn it into a positive. Nanakuli people, West Side people, ah, they only like fight. They only like scrap. Yeah, we do. We like your food scraps. You don't want to miss it. <laughs>